Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The happy hour is on the air. Welcome to the happy hour. Good to have you with us. Just enjoying some live spring training baseball. Go Rockies. Oh, they're going all right in the wrong direction. How many runs did the Cubs get on the Royals today, John? Ooh. A team that's worse than the Rockies. You know it's spring training, Technically. right? I know. Yeah. But baseball. Doesn't matter. That's the beauty of baseball. Every day is a new day. Tough. Unless you're the Creighton Blue Jays and you're never going to lose again. Wow. First undefeated team in college baseball history upcoming. They're five and zero. A tough look for Cody. This is a suggest for a suggestion for your uh, wooden bats and rubber hats. Oh, the return of that segment is tomorrow. Do you know how many runs the Blue Jays have scored in five games this year? Forty-eight. In five games, thirty. That's too low. Oh, you're way too low. Yeah, eighty-four. Okay, not quite that many. Seventy. Not quite that many. 69. Nice. The Creighton Blue Jays in five games five this games. year have scored 71 runs. Holy oh God. God. What's their scoregami look like? Uh, well, well I'm, I'm guessing they've hit a couple of scoregamis already uh, hey, this year. Maybe they will show up in wooden bats and rubber hats. Oh. Homer, I did the numbers. Maybe. Now, this was before. Oh, this doing numbers. This was before <laughs> Sunday's game or Saturday's game. I think, yeah, it was Saturday's game. They already had 20% of their runs that they scored all last season and 25% of their home runs hit through three games. What the hell's going on over there? I don't know, but I'll find out more. Ben North, who had two grand slams in one game, yeah, will join us on the 1620 The Jays podcast. Nice. Good mm-hmm. get, John. So... Good job, John. Uh, John, before we uh, move on into the happy hour, some responses, and I'm going to save a a text that is going to make you laugh very hard for the kicker. But before I get to that one, some folks agree with me. First from the 402, John is wrong. It's not someone else's property. The fans' tickets and apparel sales, etc., paid for those goalposts. Technically, they're the fans' goalposts. Oh, is that how it works? It that's is indeed. True. I don't believe that's how it works. Ryan and Delaware right? Anti-taxpayer John. The probability of people getting injured during court storming has always been the same. It's only a problem now because everybody, John, wants to be an activist now. Activist I, John. I, I, I want to be an activist. Classic John. John. Going left again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pedro writes, hi guys, Josh and Nick. The only way of stopping 
bad guys from storming is a good guy with a gun. <laughs> That's what I heard from the NRA. Thanks, Pedro. A good guy with a basketball can stop yes. a bad guy with a court storm. And finally, from my wife, I've never agreed with you less and John Moore. Whoa. Wow. Lefty John. That's funny. Know what we'll be talking about over dinner tonight? Oh, that's going to be a tense dinner. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, Jordan writes, NFL fans don't storm the field because they're too busy beating the crap out of each other in the stands. (laughs) Maybe we need more of that in college sports. More alcohol. More alcohol at sporting events so people just fight each other instead of storming the floor. I guess. Uh, He also adds, I'll reserve judgment on Creighton until they play someone other than Sisters of the Blind University. Oh. Wow. What? He's talking about Creighton baseball. Are they playing a bunch of well? Yeah, they haven't been, it's it, hard to play yeah, baseball. Been the great, but you still—I mean—that's the thing about baseball. You still have to hit the ball. What's their and Ken Palm adjusted efficiency? They're not, they're not putting the ball on the tee. Mm. Is there a Ken Palm, but for baseball, for college baseball, John? Uh, not a Ken Palm. A Palm Ken. Oh, is there a Bart? For college baseball? Yeah, what's up with college baseball not having some uh, nerd stats? I, which oh, is I'm ironic. sure there are. I'm just I, I'm trying to think of... Uh, I need to know what these are. I want to dive in. College baseball analytics. This could be our fun new bit. I don't care about basketball analytics, oh, but baseball? What a fun name. Baseball Cube? Oh, John, get, have you heard about this website? Josh, give me the cube. I don't know if well, this... Well, I mean, there is there is for pro baseball. I'm well, not sure. premium. I'm not subscribing to your oh, cubey garbage. See? Everything. Everyone wants money. Meanwhile, it's our dumb. radio show is free. Uh, well, their last time they did a story was November 9th, my mm, dad's birthday. That's no. a long time ago. Yeah. Baseball's happening, though. Well, mm. earlier uh, we were enjoying, as we were trying to get off of an awkward situation, um, all of the different Evans. Mm. Kevin. Yes. Shevin. <laughs> yes. Devin. Zevin. Well, it's time for one more thing using all of the letters of the alphabet. Did you see this tweet today from Merriam-Webster? No. No, that's not your librarian. Do you follow the Webster's Dictionary on Twitter? Uh, I must. That's on brand. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. Things show up on Twitter all the time. Lefties follow the dictionary because there's usually a bunch of like... Like on January 6th, I think they said something (laughs) like, insurrection is defined as... I'm serious. They're very lefty. Anyway, John. But they tweeted this morning... Your lips only touch for four letters of the alphabet. So as you're saying the alphabet, your lips actually don't come together, but for four letters of the alphabet. B, F, P, P, F. Oh, it doesn't though. F, F does not. Oh, oh. K, A, B M D so we no no does C C B does B does C B does C C does not I just watched you no C does not we're just going E F F G H I J K L M M N not N N O P Q R S T U V V Oh wait no that's your teeth yeah V W W W X Y Z Wow dictionary thank you that's insane we just said the letters of the alphabet wow that's a Mike Francesa radio right there some ancient cultures their alphabet was based off of the shape that your mouth makes when you're saying the words oh oh yeah not so much you though 
Interesting. I mean, it's, they had other words for you. Yeah. With mm. another word. Mm. Wow. Fascinating. Wow. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Merriam Webster. Yeah. Thank you to the dictionary. Oh, uh, Kenny says Warren Nolan. Is that a baseball? The analytics. Yeah, but Warren, Warren doesn't do Nolan. his own rankings. Oh, oh your okay. lips don't touch when you say Warren Nolan. Warren Nolan. It does not. Yeah, Warren Nolan's a great website. You can use it for college basketball. Yeah, I've heard too. you say that before. It's a good. It's a good place to Does look Warren up. Want the, a look up the the net rankings and stuff like that. It's it's very useful. Probably. But they, he doesn't do his own analytics. Mm. He doesn't do his own Ken. He Bob doesn't do his, his own Bart. Bart. Levi says, "Is this AM radio or Sesame Street?" It's Great question. Sesame Street. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Two two. See, that's the problem with today's generation. They miss the episode of Sesame Street where Elmo taught the kids do not storm the court. A mm. lot of people miss the episode of Sesame Street where Elmo taught the kids do not storm the Capitol. Mm. Uh, Bigelow writes, got in the car and I immediately got to hear you guys reciting the alphabet, even when it sounds like kindergarten. It's, it's still AM radio. Thank you, Jacob. Hell yeah. That's why we're here. Uh, Severe wants us to talk about the Cam Newton fight. I still have not watched okay. this video. What happened? I don't know. Again, I didn't participate participate in any of the discourse this weekend i stayed I away saw a short video and i couldn't tell if it was cam or not it was just it just said it was and apparently something was going on it was outdoors it looked like in a park and i couldn't i didn't know what the deal was. yeah i i, I enjoyed my weekend because i didn't really follow anything in relation to any of the large sports debates whether it was jerky or court storming or Cam Newton fighting people. I think that he right, whooped the guy's ass. According though. to the Athletic, he was removed from a seven-on-seven seven event after being involved in a scuffle. Well, that was your first mistake, Cam. You were at a seven-on-seven seven event. Hey, he's... which is which is the diarrhea of football. Whoa! I almost just spit water all over the studio. Oh, that's like the seven-on-seven seven event. <laughs> I mean. You want something that interests me less than spring football? Yeah, you do hate seven on seven. You would be of all of the jobs, John, that you could have in sports media. You having to do recruiting coverage where you're covering seven on seven events would be your hell. Yeah, if you awful. go to hell it's someday, the idea. devil's going to be like you're covering seven on oh, seven. Oh, absolutely. And then you have to run a message board. So the event was organized Simple. by Wee Ball Sports, brought uh, youth under 15. I played Wee Sports. To Georgia and Alabama for a competitive tournament. In the video clips, individuals involved with top shelf performance uh, approached Newton at the top of a set of steps underneath a Wee Ball Sports tent. Yeah, so I saw that part where Newton it seemed like he was grabbed, on top of a hill. Newton was grabbed and a fight ensued. Two, two men shown fighting with Newton were both coaches for top shelf performance and formerly coached with the quarterback. So there was a relationship here. Yes, the video shows Newton grabbing one of the combatants, dragging him aside with a fracas. Good word. Continued. (laughs) Police and security broke up the altercation. Interesting. Huh. Hmm. So not really Mm. sure. Mm. Must have been Mm. some kind of a beef between the two parties. From the past Happers, that got exacerbated in this situation. Happers meme guy wants to know who's the current MVP favorite for the seven on seven league in hell. Oh, John. So are we talking about a somebody dead quarterback who, who's in somebody hell? Somebody who didn't accomplish much in eleven on eleven football is probably my guess. Eli Manning. He's still alive. He won two Super Bowls. Mm. People forget that. Mm. I look at regular season success only because that's when my quarterbacks are good. That's the. That's the longer part of the year. Is it more impressive to have a good January or to be good in September through December? I'd say the latter. 
Well, congrats. Nick, handshake I, meme. I look Two for- is good. Two I, is the best now. I look forward to the Cowboys Fair. hanging that banner. Ooh, regular season champ. Well, they don't even win that. See? Dude. They even suck at that. Yeah, but they were the two seed. Ooh. Yes, let's go. Which means they got to humiliate themselves at home in front of the Green Bay oh. Packers instead of going on Actually, the road. Actually, no, let's do this because that means the Bills suck. Well, they were the two seed as well. Not... They need to contract the the playoffs and go back to a championship game only on either side. I think that that would be the best for all parties. And then we should replay this past playoffs. 49ers look kind of doo-doo in the NFC playoffs. Dallas could have beaten them. Probably not. No, they wouldn't have beaten them. And if the Dolphins were not playing in the third coldest game of all time. They still probably would have lost. But not as bad. There you go. Not as bad. Well, speaking of expanding the playoff. Oh, wow. What a nice little Well, I mean, we did. We're contracting it. Yeah. That was the that, that's been a conversation we've had on this Grum the last couple of times out. Yes, and uh, got some response over the weekend, or rather towards the end of the show on Friday, um, where emailer Zach quoted us and two phrases that we said for a total of five words. The mm. first was "I don't like," and the second was "I want." And he wrote, "That's fine. You're free to have your opinion. Doesn't mean that your opinion is right, and that what other people want is wrong." It's just a different preference. But the two of you are presenting this as if your preference is right and other preferences are wrong. That's not the case. It's just different. And I, we, we had a little bit of a back and forth, and he added this, and then this is, could be the jumping off point. He says, horrible, because I said, no, this is all horrible, basically. He says, horrible because it's different than what you grew up with. The iteration of college football that you're clinging to isn't the college football that existed at its inception. It's always evolved. And each time it has evolved, people try to cling to the version that they grew up with and say that the evolution will ruin the sport. People said the same sorts of things about changing equipment, the forward pass, allowing black players onto teams, changing rules to account for brain safety, okay, etc. I know. Let me, yeah, let me finish. Uh, and it's not like the divisions between different levels of programs has existed the way it currently does since the beginning but somehow as football changed with every generation it didn't ruin the sport but rather led to the version of the sport that you grew up with and love people will adapt along with the changes as always and or they will have a new generation of fans growing up with this so they will love it the way you love what you grew up with because that's all they will know now, obviously, there's a lot in there that I, I disagree with, yes. especially, I mean, equating, I think that the part that rubbed you the worst was equating integration in college football yeah, or come sports on. in let's, general let's, let, let, to, let's, let's be real to here, realignment. But the, the thing that I would push back is those moments, you know, he brings up the forward pass, he brings up integration, change of equipment. Those were all evolutions of the sport. Evolution of sports, really, is what I sure. would say. This feels or seems or is a contraction. We yes. literally we literally lost we're, a we're conference. We're taking away. We're not adding to. We're taking away. West Coast football in its former form is now truly dead. It is yes. gone. There are West Coast schools, but it, West Coast football and how you knew it and how I knew it is truly gone. And the thing that I know that I disagree with Jack because, or Zach rather, is that like whenever realignment comes up, he loves it. He has all these ideas. Here, change this and change this and change this. And so he, I would argue that he is not going with the flow, but he is he is someone who wants to be like pushing for it. Like this is what needs to happen, and well, I want it, this. It, to this, happen. this is what happens. I mean, I hate to say this, but th- what this is, it, 
We are, we are living in a generation of people that have been raised in a fantasy sports world yeah. where it's all about, ooh, and I can do this, and I can do this, and I can mix this player with this player and this team with this team. And, and it's fun to play fantasy booker. But what you don't realize, your fantasy team doesn't actually affect what Joe Q football player is doing on the field or what that team is doing. It lives in your fantasy. And the other thing about this is it's all well and good to have all these cool fantasy booking ideas when you know your team is safe. And that's been my biggest argument. I am looking out for everybody else. And I'm also looking out for Nebraska. Because at some point, there is a cutoff that exists that puts Nebraska on the wrong side of the cut. Now, it may, I'm not saying it'll happen next week or five years from now or ten years from now. But when you start slicing stuff away and you start getting rid of the so-called undesirables, at some point, that cut line comes to you. And the thing that differentiates college sports from professional sports is that most every, all regions are represented. And most every state is represented. And that's cool. And that and, and those are the, th- what I don't want college sports to become is just a bastardized lesser version of its pro counterpart. I get it. NBA players are better than college basketball players. Pro football players are better than college football players. But that's not why I watch those games. I watch those games because there's a different stake involved that doesn't exist in the professional game that makes it fun and unique. And the in this so-called evolution, as the emailer points out, is not an evolution. It is a contraction. Yeah, it absolutely is. It is taking away from something, not adding to. Yeah, so where I found the email interesting was essentially, are we being unfair because we talk about this in absolutes? And we do, and he's right. I do say I don't like, and I do say I want, and I am going to continue to present this as if my preference is right. Now, I would add yeah. one thing on top of that. One of my the biggest pet peeves for me over the years has always been like, you have your opinion and you think you're right. Yes, duh. It's my duh. opinion. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Yeah. The criticism is that you, you purport yourself to be correct when it's your opinion? Yes, because I think that my opinion on this is going to be correct. Um, because I've, I mean, first of all, I've seen where the sport's going for a while, and I also don't like it. And I also think that it will be objectively, not objectively, I think it will be subjectively bad for the sport of college football. And I think that we will like it less. And you're right. Like I think, I think the Nebraska of it all really does color a lot of our views differently because I see it in this state where like a lot of people right now in college football and college football media, I know I quote the pot all the time, but Split Zone Duo, I think that they do great work. And a lot of people like them, especially are yelling, there's a fire coming and it's not going to be good. This is going to take over the sport and it's not going to be good. But around here, I don't think those conversations are had as much because you just kind of don't really have to. It's not affecting everybody. No. You know, it's affecting us in the way of like, wow, Oregon will be on the schedule. That's weird. But it doesn't affect us in the Kansas State sense or the Iowa State sense, or certainly the Oregon State sense. What is it like up there right now in Corvallis? How are they going to take in the sport of college football right now? And so you can say, guys, this is just your opinion. You're frustrated, but you know what? 
things have changed and fans will always be there and the young fans will grow up watching it, blah, blah, blah. I can't imagine it's going to be the same in Corvallis. I can't imagine it's going to be the same in it's Pullman. It's not. Not with the way that the sport is right now. No, it's not. And again, that's why college is more, that's why college is fun. The college sports experience is fun because everybody's got a chance. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got, at least has the ability by, proc, by proximity to have something. And you might say, well, we don't have a pro football team here, but people love pro football. Well, yeah, they do. But that's because it's the best version of the sport that exists, and it's done a masterful job of marketing itself. Yeah. Do you really trust? Do you really trust the brainiacs behind college athletics who have made all of these goofy-ass moves and have fought off true evolution at every turn? You think those people are going to be forward-thinking enough to be able to promote their sport in such a way that it becomes like the NFL or the NBA where you don't have to have a team in every state and every market to be a national success? Do you really trust these people? Dude, after what's Come happened on. with the playoff expansion recently, going from 12 to 14 at the drop of a hat? Come on. Yeah, it's like these are the folks that we trust? Because, again, the reason why pro sports have evolved the way they have is is because at some point somebody was out there who said, we can make the greater good work for all and not just look out for ourselves. If Jerry Jones really wanted to, if he really wanted to, he could he could get on the phone with his buddies in New England and L.A. and Chicago and say, you know what, we don't need Green Bay. We don't need Denver. We don't need Seattle. We don't need all these small markets, we can go do our own thing, which is basically what the uh, Champions League teams, right? Was it Champions League? Trying, well, Tried to do a couple years ago-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of the pa- most powerful soccer teams, yes. But they don't. Why? Because it would be stupid. Because it would be stupid and they got a good thing going. And you don't F with happy. In college sports, the only happiness is derived by looking out for number one and not looking out for the greater good. There's nobody with any real voice in major college athletics that really feels like they're looking out for everybody. And that's the most frustrating thing. Yeah. And that's not to say like, you know, I know we joke a lot about capitalism. It's not to say that people shouldn't care about the bottom dollar and making their money because they absolutely should. You know, they're trying to run a business and and certainly they're making a a lot of money hand Mm -hmm. over fist. But, you know, you are still attempting to put out a product that people really, really like. And, you know, you said something early in there that I think about a lot, and that is, why do so many of us like college football the way in which we do? It is the lesser version. You know, over in Europe, this would not make sense to them. I saw this documentary in college where this British guy came over and he went to an Auburn game. He was stunned. He couldn't believe that this was college athletics because over there they have the youth leagues, but essentially that is a way to find out who is good and then continue to push them up and eventually then they'll make it to the pros. That's all it is. College football, there is of course that involved, right? Like we don't just watch Bryce Young as a Bama player. We think, oh, what what will he be at the next mm-hmm. level? Um, but in terms of the love of this sport, it goes beyond the level of play. It's about, it is about the passion. It is about the environment. Why did so many of us, you know, think that the COVID year sucked? Because the atmosphere was gone. You took the part of the sport that so many of us turned the games on for away. Same with college basketball. 
you're watching these games in empty gyms, and it's like, wow, something is is missing. The magic, the romanticism is gone. And it's like they, they just kind of forget that, like, that's one of the big piece, the selling points of college football. For me, is that. Is the char- I watch the NFL. I mean, yes, Arrowhead, great atmosphere. Seattle, great atmosphere. Lambeau Field, great atmosphere. But I also know I'm watching the best players and doing things on the field that I can't even fathom. College football, certainly, they're doing things I can't even fathom. But we're not talking about the best of the best here. It's and about again, everything else. And again, we truly have a stake because we have a team. Mm-hmm. And most everybody has access to a team. But when you contract something, those people at Oregon State, those people at Iowa State, those people at other places that aren't going to be part of the in crowd, they're going to be left behind. And if you think that those people are just going to be like, oh, well, I'll just adopt this team. Yeah, it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. It might happen in a, in a in a few cases, certainly, if there are. But most people who take in, see, that's one of the differences between college football and pro football. Is in pro football, even if you have a team, you still keep an eye on the rest of the sport. But in college football, and I see this a lot with Husker fans. Oh, yeah. It's not just Husker fans. I'm just using us as an example because it's the one we can all relate to. There are a lot of people who are just Husker fans. They watch the Husker game, and that's it. They don't care about Auburn, Alabama. They don't care about Ohio State, Michigan. They don't care about all the other stuff. They don't watch like football junkies like we are. Who it's just like, ooh, good. It's a college football Saturday. I'm going to be up at 9 a.m. and watch. Game John, they day. don't watch like the majority of our audience, right? Like, right. I think our audience is watching all the other stuff, but the majority of fans are not like that. No. They're dipping their toes in. They're watching their team. They're tailgating all day on a Saturday. Exactly. They don't care what time the game yeah. is. They care if it's a night game because they want to drink all day. Bingo. But if it's an 11 a.m. game, they're going home afterwards, you know? And if those people lose their access to that and it becomes a lesser or non existent product, they're not just going to instantly gravitate to things that they don't follow. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, again, the re- I mean, the reason that, that football is the most popular sport, or the NFL certainly is the most popular sport, is because the casuals are still watching it at such a high degree. You know, yeah. that it's hard for any other sport to fathom. So yeah, well, I'm going to continue talking about this like I'm right, but I, I really, well, of course, you know, I think I am. I just it, it is it. It is not an evolution of the sport. The right boy. No. It's not an evolution it of defi- the sport. It definitely is not. It definitely is not. Because you also have to look. I mean, and that's where the other areas. People look at this because, again, they're fantasy booking. And they're like, ooh, wouldn't this be cool? We just had a super. What if Black this- Friday was Nebraska versus Miami? Ew. But Go Hawks. <laughs> in doing that. You don't see the bigger picture of how it affects other people that are not that aren't yourself. And again, that goes back to the point of we need more voices in this endeavor that are looking out for the greater good, not just, hey, what's good for Nebraska's bottom line? What's good for Ohio State's bottom line? What's good for the Big Ten's bottom line? Because that's where all of this is being motivated from. This is not being motivated because, hey, we need to do this to evolve the sport. It's being motivated from a standpoint of, well, we need to do this because eventually we're going to have to pay the players and we still want to make a boatload of money too. It should be, what's the best for the sport? How do we all make money? How do we all get a piece of the pie? 
Uh, Kenneth writes, I live for the 14 Saturdays out of the year. I get to wake up at 11 a.m. and watch football until midnight. It's the best. Wow, Kenneth's showing his age. Imagine sleeping till 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. the last time you did that. I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, indeed. So it must be nice not to have anything else to do on a Sunday. Mm. Or jealous. Saturday. Or, or Saturday. 1620 yeah. The Zone back after this. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.